that's when it came out of a clear blue sky. Oh, the dear good Lord's own sweet breath and his voice like an electric shock. I Welcome to Good Luck America, a politics and news podcast, with your hosts, Adam Todd Brown and Chet Wild. Hey everybody, welcome to Good Luck America, I'm Adam Todd Brown. I'm Chet Wild, and nothing weird happened before we just started the pod. Not at all. You'll have to listen to the outtakes. My Jesus. dog's not concerned. Nothing is going on. Everything's Winter's not fine. upset at the previous three attempts that we had to start the pod whatsoever. I didn't accidentally just stick a toothpick in her <laughs> mouth brief- briefly. There are worse places you could put that toothpick. In her butt. Oh, Winter just took out my phone. Ha <laughs> ha. How have you been, Chet? I'm doing all right, man. I'm doing okay. <laughs> Me too. I'm doing fine. Yeah, just, you know, ups, downs. Hopefully they yeah. balance you out. I'm cruising. Uh, Doing so much pod. I have a lot of pod to get through. I enjoyed the outtakes episode last week. That was a fun outtakes. Uh, I'm looking forward to the riff tracks that we're going to record this week. Dirty work. This pod's free, but if you want to see if the movie Dirty Work, the Norm MacDonald 1999 classic directed by Bob Saget, does that hold up? The movie where Norm MacDonald and Artie Lang wear each other's clothes for the entirety of the film. <laughs> Why was Norm MacDonald dressed like that? So loose. Like his clothing so loose. It wasn't loose. so loose. He was wearing a 5X button-down <laughs> shirt for the entirety <laughs> of the film. Oh, man. And like Jinko jeans. Like, why? Oh. And then Artie Lang just had the the most extra medium polos <laughs> on extra medium. that I've ever seen. Hey, speaking of clothes, guess who finally caught up on everything that was supposed to be mailed for a certain campaign for a certain band that played a certain podcast co-host living room? I don't know if you've given me enough information to guess, so you're just going to have to tell me. It'd be me. Oh, wow. That's what I did this week. I finished mailing everything. Uh, yeah, I got some some heart-shaped pod shirts I got to mail out here soon. They closed down not one, but two post office windows, and it took an hour and 40 minutes for them to properly... Uh, Yikes. Because w- they had to weigh each thing and print a yeah. label and whatever. And then even there were three that got rejected because people gave me the wrong addresses or they weren't updated. Went back to the post office next day. Got it all resolved. All right. You're in the 48... 48- U.S., uh, you should have it by the time this pod comes out. And if you're overseas, you just hold your Good horses. Good luck. Hold your horses, Zach Yates. It's, it's on its way. It's on a boat. Or a plane, but probably a boat. Probably a boat. Yeah. It's coming by sea. So post some pictures of that. So far, uh, they've started arriving today, and somebody posted a picture of their dog just laying on one as a, as a puppy mat. Very nice. What are we talking about today, Chet? America and how we're wishing it good luck because it's fucked. I have job alerts set up for various keywords on job websites for Oslo. That's how serious shit is getting. But you still haven't looked into the government of Norway at all? Yeah, I'd rather not know. I mean, you're, you're white. You'll be fine. Okay. I mean, I'm in the U.S., and uh, that's not stopping me from leaving, so. But man, only if Trump could be impeached, maybe that would change my mind, Adam. Yeah, that's sort of what we're talking about today. Segway. We are actually talking about emoluments. Emoluments. Everyone knows what emoluments are. Emol or emol? Balkan? <laughs> what? It's M-O-L. All? Mall. M-O-L. Mall. It's not al? M-O-L? Mal? Emoluments? Where did you go to school that this keeps happening? I think it's emoluments. I said emoluments. You said emoluments. We are saying the same thing. No, we are not. This is not out of the fryer and into the pan. We are saying the exact same thing. Emoluments. Emoluments. It's not emoluments. Okay. It's not. There's not a fucking umlaut. We promise we did research in this podcast to get serious soon. I just have to ease my way into the series. There's no umlauts over the O. It's not emoluments. I mean. Emoluments, I mean. Does the Russian alphabet have umlauts? No, that's German. Don't whisper, chat. People can't hear on the podcast. Well, I don't want them to hear the dumb things I say. That's well, some of these, there. some people listen to this shit in their cars, <laughs> and they cannot hear you when you start whispering, chat. I like and doing or, this thing, or I chat and or Brett, or I both of you 
surely get further away from the mic and they're in their car and right now they're like, oh, it's not that loud. They have to turn it off. And I'm like, hey, I'm right here in your microphone. Yeah, that's what assholes do. <laughs> we should just be I don't trying know I'm so giggly. to make a good podcast for the people. Well, you're too sober for that right now. What's that mean? <laughs> you're, I need you to have a drink or two, smoke a joint. I need to get a contact high to calm me down and then we're ready to pod. I'm not smoking weed during the day these days. You just gave me shit for wearing sunglasses at night. What the fuck's that have to do with smoking weed during the it's day? It's not during the day, then. It's night. If I can't wear sunglasses Oh, indoors, well, I mean after I'm, like, done. I need to get done with work stuff okay. and things like that. Sober pod. Let's do it. Sober. Welcome to Sober Pod, America. <laughs> what are we talking about again, Adam? We're talking about emo lumens. <laughs> I was trying to reset. You don't have to listen to the outtakes during the 20-minute debate on how to pronounce that word. <laughs> how to pronounce the word emoluments. But first, let's uh, before we debate that, let's uh, give people an update on something we recently covered. We recently covered the Stormy Daniels arrest, and without having any information, we kind of suspected it was politically motivated, which... Here's the thing. That's not me going, oh, I predicted something else. That's <laughs> like you if you had any doubt that that was politically motivated, you're fucking insane. Like I would have been more shocked if it came out that this was not at all politically motivated and that there really was a long ongoing investigation that Stormy Daniels just got caught up in. Yeah. And you'd think you'd hear about other sting operations if this was a right, you know. And what happened is a reporter from Chet's hometown of Columbus, Ohio. Dude, I just ate. Don't bring up disgusting things like that. Uh, shout out to Columbus. I think Ugh. you're fine. Ugh. I'm stroking the thumbs up trophy as I uh, say that. Columbus. More like Columbus. But also, Columbus, fuck your police. Because they seem like nasty tyrants. And a local reporter from... Presumably Columbus, but the Columbus area has uncovered. You can tell because he was sweaty and miserable. Why? Watch Are the you... video and tell me he's not. I didn't. Wa what? I didn't watch the video. I read the article. Oh, I watched the video. Oh, okay. Well, he uncovered emails that indicate that the Stormy Daniels arrest was, at the very least, a targeted operation by the Columbus police. They weren't just there by chance because they have an ongoing investigation, which was their official story. And if nothing else, let me ruin the credibility of the research that you've done and are about to present by saying in the emails they presented, I assume they're Trump supporters because these people can spell Facebook. Well, yeah, there's that for sure. Uh, it's very on brand for Trump to not or Trump supporters to not spell basic things correctly. Okay. Why is just, why is that I, on brand? I just said I for Trump supporters. Do you read their rants? No, no. Well, why would I? Why the fuck would I do that? I do. Yeah. Well, that's stupid. I like to stay informed. That's not keeping you informed. Reading Trump supporter rants is not keeping you. I mean, informed. keep myself informed of what type of people support Trump. Is that a, is that still a mystery? We're still trying to figure out who's out there supporting Trump. I, I mean, think we got. I think we. I, I would argue racist, and if you're a Trump supporter that's upset that we call you racist, stop supporting a guy who does racist shit. That's my favorite takeaway from this podcast. Yeah. I mean, that's that's true. You should stop supporting a racist if you don't want to be called racist. But that's a completely different podcast. We're getting remarkably off track while still almost still being on track. Which is why I prefaced my statement with I was about to take things. Okay. Continue. <sighs> Welcome to the outtakes, everybody. <laughs> so uh, these emails, they don't explicitly say, let's go arrest Stormy Daniels because we love Trump. And I'm sure that's what Trump supporters will fall back on in their defense and say, well, it doesn't say in the emails that they're Trump supporters. But why the fuck else would you target Stormy Daniels when she comes to town? And why did the cop? download pictures of stormy daniels to his computer not just look at them download them including a picture of her with president trump yeah it's pretty obvious that this was politically motivated and i don't think that's a surprise but it is it's a thing we covered and we wanted to just update people and i think the thing about i feel like the stormy daniels thing comes back to civility 
and the Republicans calling for, oh, why can't you be civil with Trump supporters? I don't know, maybe because fucking cops go out and arrest people who oppose Trump. Again, we're not living in the same version of America that we used to. And civility toward the supporters of the president isn't necessarily called for because he's tearing this country to the ground. And so are you if you support him. What were you going to say, chat? Oh, just speaking of civility, you read the article. I watched the video. In the video, they showed Stormy Daniels like from the cop cams being put in the, the cart and then also at the police station. And she said, listen, these guys are just doing her job. Like she was very she being arrested wasn't like this is a hit. I'm out to be fucked. She's like, these people are just doing their job. Like, she took the high road. Yeah. Well, I mean, what are you going to do? You'll probably get shot or tased if you don't. So you're going to want to take the high road in that situation. But yeah, it's the least surprising development in the Stormy Daniels story is that that arrest was at least a targeted thing. They weren't there as part of an operation. They weren't there for any other reason than to arrest and they arrested two other girls who go who also got their charges dropped so i'm glad they did get their charges dropped because initially that wasn't the case and i hope their lawsuit is successful because they are i I believe they're suing i believe those two girls are suing take columbus for everything they got baby do it do it yeah and then i don't know the whole people just don't care like there's no amount of insanity anymore Putin literally gave Trump a ball with a transmitter in it. Yeah, I, <laughs> I know it's like that. the Adidas, whatever, but it's just like, is there nothing that, <laughs> like, he's now throwing his son under the bus? Who, uh, Trump? Yeah. And uh, also, there's a picture of Trump's son and Robert Mueller at the same airport terminal. Like, Mueller's sitting there reading. Yeah, I saw it today. It's fascinating. Yeah. How is Trump throwing his son under the bus? What did he uh, do? You'd have to look at his tweets. I have my phone in airplane mode. Oh, you don't even know the jet. Like the I'll say it wrong. Gen- I know I'm gonna say. I don't it need you to like quote it verbatim. Just give me an idea He's, of what like the subject. Just say matter. he didn't know about his son. Like taking whatever meeting now and now. He's, oh yeah, he's like fucking that. lying. Yeah, he's lying. They. I saw a campaign speech of his. But he's acknowledging his son did take the meeting. I I saw a campaign speech of his where he's like. Uh, we're having a meeting soon and we're going to dig, we're going to get some dirt on Clinton and I can't wait to share it with you. It's like, well, what meeting were you talking about then? And remember, he literally asked the Russians to hack her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's also a thing. No collusion. But we're not talking about that today. What we're talking about today is kind of boring. And that's probably why it's not making a lot of headlines, but it's also probably the best chance of being the thing that gets Trump knocked out of office and be it through just world, be it through impeachment or him just walking away. This thing that happened last week is probably our safest bet for getting Trump out of office. And what happened is there was a lawsuit that was filed on. Well, it wasn't filed on Wednesday, but on Wednesday, a federal district Jesus Christ, I can't talk. Uh, On Wednesday, a federal district court made... (laughs) Oh, I was... What? I was... Go for it. On Wednesday, a federal district court made history when Judge Peter J. Massey, we'll say that, of Maryland, allowed a lawsuit to move forward against President Trump. Yes. And this is a lawsuit that was filed by three people. Carl A. Racine, who is Attorney General for the District of Columbia. Brian E. Frosch was the attorney general for Maryland and Norman L. Eisen, Norm, who's the chairman of Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics in Washington. Look at those people bringing middle initials back. Right? That's pretty dope. I, I can relate. I go by Adam T. Brown quite mm-hmm. often. When I, My signature is Adam T. Brown. And when you sip uh, iced tea, I like to call you Adam Iced T. Brown. And I like when you call me Adam Iced T. Brown. I actually appreciate it. Welcome. So this lawsuit... It deals with a section of the Constitution known as the Title of Nobility Clause or the Emoluments Clause. Emoluments. Emoluments. I'm not going to get in this. Emoluments. It's going to go straight to outtakes. Emoluments. <laughs> Emoluments. Fuck you. Fuck you. Uh, yeah, ignore my notes here and keep going. It's uh, a quote from the article, but before I read more of your notes. So let's talk. What is the emoluments clause? It's Article 1, Section 9, Clause 8 of the Constitution. 
and it prohibits the federal government from granting titles of nobility, so Trump can never be king, basically. Hey, this, this is the same constitution that uh, the Republicans are for a strict interpretation of, right? Such a strict interpretation. Okay, I just want to make sure. Yeah. I just want to set that. Just the, the one that was written way back then, and when it comes to guns, we got to follow it. What our founding fathers meant, which a lot of those guys, uh, I don't know if you know this, when they wrote this document, early 20s. <laughs> early 20s and owned slaves. Well, <laughs> that doesn't help the case I was just about to make, like when Republican assholes are like, that 28-year-old, whatever she is. Did you see that one in the press? No. What was it? What's uh, it referring to? One of the guys is talking about the uh, 28-year-old that's nominated for... I can't pronounce... I'm going to mispronounce her name if I try to off the top of my head. Man, I am not... Cortez? A yeah, yeah, Cortez. What's her, what's her full name, though? Uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Ocasio, that's it. He's like, whatever she is, like this asshole senator. Yeah. It caused the whole thing. Anyways. So this, the emoluments clause is designed to shield the United States against, quote, corrupting foreign influences. So this lawsuit has been filed literally against Trump. And what makes this so historic is Judge Massidi. That's probably how you pronounce that, right? He's the first judge to ever rule on the meaning of the word emolument in the Constitution. This is a thing that I, I believe there have been other lawsuits or challenges of sort of this nature before. And I think the courts just were like, eh, we don't know what the fuck they meant. I'll bet you two Columbus Blue Jacket tickets right now that Trump tries to redefine what that word is in a tweet within the next two weeks. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Especially if this becomes bigger news, because it's really not getting a lot of attention. I saw a headline. I mean, the. The article on there's a CNN article about it. There's a New York Times article. And I believe the CNN article just straight up says that it's a lawsuit like in the headline that, yeah, a court case you've probably never heard of could become a major problem for President Trump. And yeah, this court case was filed a while ago and it was just now reached the court level it's at on Wednesday. And this is the first time anyone has ever weighed in as to what that word means. And the idea of suing Trump or bringing up these emoluments clause violations has been tossed around. And the reason people are always against it is that these clause, this clause is never enforced. Like he, Trump isn't the first president to kind of still make money on the side. Sure, but he is the first president that's doing it so blatantly with being a real estate developer that not only already owns hotels and golf courses and whatever other properties in a number of countries, and not, but is also actively seeking to build during the time. And not only that, like going overseas and publicly promoting his, right. his golf courses. and Well, and he's also else. gotten so much money from Russia that I think it makes... The emoluments clause it actually, it, it's interesting. I don't have it in the notes, but they ask one of the people who filed these lawsuits in the CNN article, they ask him what this lawsuit could mean for future presidents. And he's like, probably not that much because most presidents don't behave the way Trump does. But if we have candidate Zuckerberg. Right. It's well, well we'll get to that part. But it, yeah, this is, no one's ever acted like this in office. So this emoluments part matters with, when it comes to Trump. This kind of has the, the stench of what the electoral college is supposed to do, though. Like, it's a failsafe there. Right. And then we didn't really use the failsafe the way it was meant to be used. Right. Like, in my opinion, and a bunch of people will push back on this, the electoral college should have band together and said for there's more than enough evidence out there that this is just like a horrible fucking idea. And either our election's been compromised or the American people did a bad job voting. Right. And we're going to, we can at least make a case that like, look at the popular vote, you know, and we're going to go with Hillary Clinton for the sake of our nation. Yeah, but we didn't. No. And here we are. 
And, and hopefully it's one of those things where, like, you got to be in a really shitty relationship to appreciate a good one down the line. Because right now no, we're in this abusive, fucked up thing. I, I, this episode was almost about whether the election in 2020 will be delayed. And we'll we'll get to that soon. Gaslighting America. That's what this president does. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe our next president will be great. Maybe it'll just be another four years of Trump. No idea. But, but according to this, it can't be King Trump. Yeah, at least Trump can't be king. We we have that in place. And that was the founding fathers did want that. They did want to be able to address the president as the president, his highness, protector of American something. Like that was how we were originally supposed to address the president. And a lot of people in the room were like, no, that's too we're much. Not, we're like not going to. This is. America. We're trying to make a lazy nation here. We, he gets one word. So this ruling is important because it clears the way for that emoluments clause to finally be enforced. And why does it apply to Trump? Of course, because of Russia, for one thing, because this is the emoluments clause. Now, uh, some people might be listening and say, I voted for Trump. Why Russia, Adam? Which which hunt? Tell me why Russia? Because most of his money for investment dealings since the early 2000s has come from Russia. Right in the run up to the election, he was in talks to build a Trump Tower in Moscow. Like he gets most of his money from Russia and has for a long time. And that's not nothing. Like we had Isaac Simpson on the main podcast a couple weeks ago, and he was like, well, Trump just wanted like a buddy buddy relationship. It's like you can have that in your life, but you can't have it and be president. Yeah. Like you can't you can't have that buddy buddy relationship with Vladimir goddamn Putin and still be the president of the United States. I mean, you can because you also think Kim Jong Un yesterday on Twitter. So, well, I mean, we did get the bodies of the people who died in the korean war back that's not nothing but i mean you have to think like what would you want him to do would you rather like imagine if he got those bodies back and was like fuck you just like, say nothing th then we no not think kim jong-un specifically you can't say nothing but like no, I, think, I think that's nitpicking so, okay they're good i like that i have you defending trump here in a way but no, nah, I don't like I'm not it. defending but, Trump. I'm not defending like, the act of saying thank you to but someone he who returns something treat our allies the, this is why it's an issue. If he wasn't an asshole to our allies, like, okay. But the fact that he goes so far out of his, out of his way to be an asshole to our allies and then is so nice right, to Kim Jong-un. But and saying thank you for that is not, I don't think that's, well, like, were people mad about that? It was just something I noticed. I didn't yeah. look into the comments or the chatter about it. Yeah, I don't think, like, returning the bodies of dead soldiers, I don't think is too horrifying of a thing to say thank you over just saying he doesn't say thank you to any of our allies for anything not no not really he i don't know that we have allies anymore it feels like we don't really no it feels like they're trying to figure out how do they live in a world post us and hey how do i go buddy up with china and that's that's what russia they're not going to buddy up with china they're going to buddy up with russia like that's that's the thing. You think China's gonna buddy up with Russia, or like the no? European I think our Union? I think our allies will inevitably buddy up with Russia. Really? Read the fourth political theory. It is a fascinating book. I push it all the time on people, and I will push it on people listening to this podcast now. Go read the fourth political theory, which is by Alexander Dugan, who is Putin's like advisor. People call him Putin's Rasputin. Uh, Samantha Clark, who does a bunch of stuff for this network, vehemently objects to that comparison. But it makes sense in some regards in that he is this sort of shadowy figure on the side who, at the very least, has the ear of Russia's presidency and its military. And their goal isn't to like what Russia wants is for everyone in Europe to band together and let Russia dictate foreign policy as it pertains to the West, and then everyone else can do whatever the fuck they want. As long as you let Russia decide how you deal with America and England and whatever they consider the West, Russia cares not what you do. And that's what Russia is 
shooting for on the world stage. It's it's called Eurasianism. They want a united but not united Europe and Asia where everyone is of one mind about foreign policy as it deals with the West, but your internal doings, they don't care. A loose collective, so if you have to nuke your enemy, at least you're not going to be breathing in the same air. And right. And so I I could see... Like, if what Russia wants to do works out, I could see our allies aligning with Russia. And then Russia's against us? Yeah, Russia's always against us. Russia yeah. is not, like, I get well, that Russia's people... Well, Russia's not with the states. People, Russia's with Trump. That's but different Russia's than Russia's not with Trump. They're using him as a puppet. Like, they don't... Putin doesn't have friends. Like, Russia's not helping us. They're not helping the United States. They're helping themselves. They're not doing Trump any favors either. Well, getting him elected if they did indeed influence the election. They definitely influenced the election. I don't think they expected him to win. But now that he's won, they're obviously stepping up their efforts to influence him. But I don't think we should take that as Russia like being on America's side. No, I don't think Russia's on. Even if Russia was very pro-Trump, I, I think I think at this point, anybody pro-Trump is anti-America, which is a complicated thing because anybody that's pro-Trump well, think thinks Trump they're all America. I think Trump is anti-America. Yes, but his stance is everything pro-America. So it's like when I talked about the 4th of July a couple of weeks ago, like wearing a flag kind of feels dirty right now because they use America so much and the flag so much of symbolism for their, their cause. With nationalism, it kind of makes it go, ugh. Get a black and white flag. We need to put the black and white flag back up yeah. in this studio. Upside down, baby. Yeah. I don't know if I... I guess I could hang it back there. Anyways, I got a soft topic, but I also feel like that's relevant to this pod. Yeah. And... Good combo. Okay, so let's read the emoluments clause as it is written in the Constitution. Yes. No title of nobility shall be granted by the United States, and no person holding any office of profit or trust under them shall without the consent of the congress you know trump feels about consent except of any <laughs> except of any present emolument office or title of any kind whatever from any king prince or foreign state so that's the emolument clause as it deals to foreign governments and you're not allowed to receive anything from a foreign government that makes you richer as your president and trump even though he claims his family and associates are running his businesses now, he still owns them. And he's refused to divest from those businesses while he's president, which means every one of his Trump hotels in a foreign country right now is making him money as he's president. Yeah, going into his bank account, even if he isn't touching it. In the strictest sense of the interpretation of the Constitution, which Republicans love to do, mm -hmm. is in you know interpret the Constitution very strictly. Trump is violating the Constitution every day he remains president. Every day he either remains president or does not completely cut ties with his businesses to the point that he's no longer making money from them. He is in direct violation of the Constitution. And that's not a thing we can like, oh, but this is like there's no whataboutism to it. It's written right in the Constitution and it's gone to a judge who has agreed that it's in the Constitution and that's what it means and why it's there. Yeah, but Adam, what about how it was written hundreds of years ago when times were very different and we didn't have cell phones and maybe we should interpret the Constitution differently to match today's day and age? What? Oh, man. Here's the thing. This is sort of us matching the Constitution to today's day and age because they wrote it thinking they were shielding us from a foreign nation influencing our president. But I imagine when they wrote it also, they were like, but that's never going to happen. <laughs> like, why would that ever happen? This is America and we're great. Do you think the founding fathers had a pool going? Well, there's no way you could collect on like how long this document would hold up. I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me. Because in the grand scheme of things, we're still a baby nation. Yeah. Yeah. We're still very young and we might die young because we're we're not on a good course right now. And that's why the, you know, the this emoluments argument is an important one because it is the president violating the constitution and that's something everyone on all sides is supposed to be mad about. Like we're supposed to be mad 
when the president violates the Constitution, and I am. Especially people with guns. You're supposed to, you have guns to protect yourself from the government. Yeah. yeah. Not support the government when they're ruining the country. So I'd be interested to hear an argument from a Trump supporter as to why, given this interpretation, or not even this interpretation, this wording in the fucking Constitution, why should Trump still be allowed to be president and own all of those Trump towers and Trump hotels in other nations? It should not. It just should not be happening. But it is. And then there's at least we can see his tax returns. So we have a full understanding of his financial dealings. We might be able to because of this lawsuit, yes. which is the good Setting thing. up for the pod. But this is the domestic emoluments clause. The president shall at stated times receive for his services a compensation which shall neither be increased nor diminished during the period for which he shall have been elected, and he shall not receive within that period any other emolument from the United States or any of them. So meaning not from the country or any individual states in the country. And here's the thing. He's got a Trump hotel in Washington, D.C., where foreign dignitaries and fucking government representatives from around the states have been staying this entire time since he became president. Does the Secret Service still have a floor at Trump Tower? I'm sure they do. Well, they would have to. Doesn't Melania live there? Uh, she bounces back and forth, right? But even even if they don't now, they did for a while, and the Secret Service has to pay rent like everyone else. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. That was part of the... The thing with this bullshit. Perfect. Yeah, it's a huge conflict of interest. And I don't know how anyone on any side could dispute that. Or when the Secret Service was flying on Trump's plane before he became president, the Secret Service was being charged per seat. Which any other candidate, they're flying American Airlines or whatever the fuck, so it doesn't matter. And it's like, I don't know how you could dispute the fact that this is not a good thing. Like, you don't want a president who's also making money from his contacts with foreign governments. But Adam, he's donating his whole presidential salary to whatever good causes. So how's he supposed to make money? Well, if no one fucking asked him to do that. And I don't know if he actually did it or just said he did. Yeah. And whether he did it or not, fuck you. Like, he's had plenty of time to donate 300 grand a year to charity or whatever the fuck the president's salary is. It's like. That's not the point. The point is the right is so dogged in wanting to uphold the Constitution to the letter. We can't change the Constitution unless it involves abortion, which I'm sure they'll want to try at some point. Like, we can't change the Constitution. The Constitution's written the way it's written. It says what it says. And that's what we do. Well, fine. Join us in our fight against Trump and emoluments. Here's the problem with that, Adam. You said uh, the the right holds the Constitution up to the letter. They actually just hold it up to the number, specifically one number, and not the funny number. I'm talking about the number two. Just like the shit, the Second Amendment. I thought you were going to say 69. Oh, man! <laughs> Last week we went a whole episode without saying it once, and we didn't mention that shithole Columbus. We're so on brand Oh, my week. God. We're killing it. Yeah. Man. Yeah. We've We're... gotten some really good 69 tweets at us this week. <laughs> 69. Oh, man. Like, it's oh, like when your back. mouth holes line up with your privates, it's crazy. Your private holes. <laughs> <laughs> well, for one, no, I guess they both have holes. One's tinier than the other. Right in your pee hole. <laughs> ah, America. <laughs> Shoot at those birds. Uh, so let's play duck hunt after this. I fucking love duck I love hunt. Duck hunt. I like when people people are always like, "Why can't you shoot the dog?" It's like, "Why do you want to shoot the dog, you What's asshole? Wrong with you, you fucking piece of shit." Yeah, shoot those fucking birds. That dog's out there riling them up so that, they fly away. It's so helping you. Can you. then go get them and then giggle at you if you miss. Maybe yeah. that's why they want to shoot that well, dog. No, he does that, laugh like an asshole if you miss. That is, but also he's just a dumb dog. He doesn't know any better. He's just out there laughing. Got a little smile on his face, a little, little puppy smile. <laughs> so, according to Masiti or Masit or Misit, man, I'm judge, calling him Misit. According to the judge, the framers of the Constitution understood the potential corrosive influence of commercial profit in the executive and wrote the Constitution. This is a quote. Oh, at the age of 22. Uh, this is a quote against a background of profound concern regarding possible foreign influence upon the president 
and to be sure upon other federal officials. So basically his ruling was that, yep, that's what uh, this emoluments clause was written for. It was to keep our president from being influenced by a foreign nation. I mean, in Trump's defense, this judge doesn't 100 percent rule in favor of Trump. So he's probably part of the liberal deep state Hollywood media. Yeah. Yeah. He's probably deep state. Uh, I'm sure Michael Schur will call for him to be murdered at some point. Dig up this judge's old tweets. <laughs> One really interesting aspect of this lawsuit is the judge has ordered the preservation of all of Trump's business records, which means that the three people who filed this lawsuit, the two attorney, the attorney general of D.C., attorney general of Maryland and uh, someone on a group about that monitors ethics in the presidency. During the discovery phase of the trial, they will be able to examine all of these business records, presumably even his tax return, I would think. But if what happens if he just doesn't release it? Or, knowing this, what stops the Trump organization from just being selective with records and destroying a bunch now? I mean, other than it's against the law, but yeah. so what? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's certain records a business has to have. And for them to not have them would be weird. How has nobody at the IRS not leaked Trump's tax returns? They probably don't want to get murdered in the streets by a fucking FSB agent. There's got to be somebody that's suicidal and hates working for the IRS and just yeah. wants to go down and someone swings. with cancer or something. Yeah, come on, man. They know their time's up. Release those returns. It is crazy that they haven't leaked whatsoever or that. On one hand, that's good. Like. It's good, but he's also the only president who's never turned over his tax records. The fact that that alone was not something that stopped him from being elected. Forget everything else. Just that. Yeah. There there were about 50 things that if you were like, just forget everything else, just that, he wouldn't get elected. But because and that's 50 things, them. it's a bed of nails. Right. Jimmy Carter fucking sold his peanut farm. Right. He made him sell his peanut farm. Yeah. But- Trump has not divested from his businesses. So, yeah, they'll be able to look at all of his business records, possibly his tax returns, but definitely everything that pertains to Trump's D.C. hotel, where there have been several foreign and domestic governments that have just spent lavish amounts of money there since the election. And this is all presumably to Trump's financial benefit, which, again, according to the Constitution, is illegal. It is a direct violation of the Constitution. But only if you're strictly interpreting it or liberally interpreting it. Yeah, that's the thing. The way they wrote this, it doesn't need to be strict. It's almost they as made if it... they didn't want a president profiting off his presidency or being influenced by foreign government yeah. officials. They wrote it very broadly. So almost no taking of gifts or profiting from your presidency would be allowed. Like they wrote it very broadly for that reason. So they would just kind of catch everything and they could just be like, nope, that's not what the Constitution allows. Sorry, bub. Man, these guys were fucking smart. When you really think about how young they were. You're like, really hitting on that part. But you have to remember, it was a different time. Like 21, 22 back then was middle age. Like people didn't live long into their 40s and 50s at the time so back then you're like 12 13 getting married 14 15 you're fighting in the military then you're getting out and you're start. so i get what you're saying but 21 22 year olds then aren't 21 22 year olds now i just think that it's something people say but they don't actually stop to think about how crazy that really is because it's a, because i honestly don't i disagree with you that it's crazy for that time it's not it's like saying, can you believe they were all white? Like, everyone who wrote the Constitution was white. Well, yeah, I fucking believe that. It's, slavery was going on then. And it just, it was a time in the country where life expectancy wasn't what it is now. So being 21, 22 then was like being 35 or 40. So How old I, do you have to be to be president? 45? Uh, 40 or 45? I think so, 40, something like that. Okay. I thought it was 35, but I could be wrong. But yeah, I don't think it is that crazy that they were all in their 20s because it was a different time. Like, it would be crazy if we let a bunch of 20 and 21-year-olds write a constitution now. I don't think they'd do worse than our current government. Probably not. 
But yeah, they wrote it very broadly. So it would kind of catch everything. And what's really crazy about this is all of this is happening as Trump and the Trump administration are considering revoking security clearances for some former intelligence officials. Why? Because they're doing book tours and press tours and making money, and you can't make money off your position. Yeah, you can't make money off your public service. That's in the Constitution, bro. Well, yeah, it is. So I guess Trump has to resign? I mean, no, he just does the exact opposite of whatever the fuck. Like, it's like now he's like... He's like, Russia did not meddle in our election, witch hunt. And now he's like, I'm very concerned that Russia's going to continue to help the Democrats win the election. It's like, which is it? Did they not meddle or are they helping the Democrats? Well, I think we're reaching the point where the Russia investigation will help give Trump a reason to delay elections if he needs to. Yeah, he's, he's citing that narrative already that if Democrats win, it must be false, fake. They're helped because by Russia. There was that. Poll- Maybe even Russia does help Democrats like to set up like Trump's narrative, you know, there was that poll that came out back in August where like 55 percent of Republicans, maybe even more than that, would be in favor of delaying elections in 2020. And the article came out and then people started kind of picking it apart and making it seem like it wasn't that big of an issue because when they asked the question, They had asked a bunch of questions leading up to that question that were all kind of like, okay, so what if you found out a bunch of illegal immigrants were voting illegally? And they asked a bunch of those questions. And then the last question was, okay, given all of this, would you agree to delay elections? And people picked that poll apart like, well, they were just fucking voting uh, based on all the other questions before them. But that's how it will work. Like all of the things that were in those first questions, like, would you have a problem with illegal immigrants voting? Those are the things Trump will throw at those people when it comes time to delay elections. I heard somebody say the other day that the liberals just want open borders so they can get all the illegals to vote for them illegally in elections. How many people do you know that can vote legally that don't because they're lazy or that don't because it's not that easy to get out and vote like to get off work and shit like it's crazy that voting isn't a national holiday it is is it that easy to fucking register to vote and be able to vote and not show any fucking proof of anything i mean it's not that's one of the things you're supposed to be allowed to vote but there's no evidence of illegal immigrants voting in our elections like what i'm saying is adam i just snuck a hundred illegal immigrants in this country now i'm gonna get them to vote How do I fucking do that without getting caught? Provisional ballots. That's how I voted in the California primary this year, because I there was no way I was going to make it downtown, which was my polling place, because I had just changed my voter registration to Burbank. So I just went to the place across the street, which is the polling location for Burbank, and was like, look, I just filed my voter registration to change the address. I am not on your list, but I would like to vote anyway. And they give you a provisional ballot, which is only counted if they need to count it. And then like a couple weeks ago, I got a notice saying, congratulations, your provisional ballot was counted in the most recent primary election. So it's possible, but In those kind of numbers, it's not. If thousands and thousands of illegal immigrants started showing up at polling places demanding provisional ballots, we would know. That would be uh, something that would catch some eyes. Like, people would notice that. And there is absolutely no evidence of that. And I don't think that matters. I don't think there has to be evidence of it. I think Trump just has to say it's happening. And enough people on his side will agree that, yeah, we should hold off on this next presidential election for a bit. And then if that happens and you still are supporting Trump and don't think we're sliding into authoritarianism, man, you deserve to die in that wave of authoritarianism that's coming. Like you are dead weight in this country if you think delayed elections aren't a bad sign. And I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. What are the odds that he gets impeached? I think it's low. I don't think he's going to get impeached. 
It would have to. I, I mean, this is the strongest case for it. Democrats would have to win the House and Senate. Even then, do you think it's the smart move, or do you kind of just wait it out and really hope for twenty twenty? Well, I don't. At some point, it's not going to be a matter of whether it's the smart move. It's just going to be the thing that has to be done to preserve the country. To preserve the country, and according to the Constitution, like uh, this thing should in theory, lead to him being impeached. Like this emoluments thing, especially if, you know, like the the thing about this is we don't know what's going to come of it. This is one ruling. The best case scenario for Trump is that going forward, this judge's ruling gets overturned and all the other lawsuits that pertain to him owning businesses as president fail. And then he's just free to profit off his businesses and, and still be president. precedent and it sets a precedent where i feel like it's less possible that mark zuckerberg might win a presidency at any point now but there was a time when it seemed like he might run and be a viable candidate and at that point with a precedent like this in place he's not going to have to step away from facebook the thing that won the 2016 election like that would be that would be horrifying and that's why this case is so important. We don't even if you're a Trump supporter, you don't want to set up the next president for shit like this. And I mean, I say that, but I'm sure they do. But yeah, that would be best case scenario for Trump. This just all leads to nothing and the decision gets overturned. But worst case scenario, like you said, he could this could rightfully lead to articles of impeachment because he is very, very blatantly violating the constitution which you know republicans that's your thing you don't want anyone violating the constitution constitutional rights blah 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 well this is this is a gross violation of the constitution so if you really care about it that much say something about it and if you if this doesn't bother you that much don't ever talk to me about the constitution again like have some fucking backbone please you got to be racist. At least be a racist with a backbone. Yeah. And so. But I'm not racist. Well, stop supporting a racist. Yeah. Let's get that sound bite. And it's my favorite thing you've ever said. Yeah. It's I mean, it's true. Like, and I feel like, I don't know. I don't want to get into that, but it is true. Don't fucking don't support a racist if you don't want to be called a racist. And even if, you know. If you don't, if you're not comfortable with the word racist, don't support a fascist. If you don't want to be called a fascist, like I haven't even said Nazi yet, but don't support a Nazi if you don't want to be called a Nazi. Like it's as goddamn simple as that. If you're wondering why everyone lumps you in and makes you a monolith, as uh, people refer to it, it's because you're. Your guy is very blatant in his ideals, in his messages, in his words, and we f- we know what the fuck he's saying. You can dance around it and act like, like he's saying gymnastics. something else, but we're not dumb. We know what he's saying, and you know what he's saying. You're not dumb either. People on the right, I'm looking at Chet while I'm saying, Chet, you're not dumb. You're not dumb, buddy. I didn't grow up in Columbus. Why are you gonna? You don't need to dumb it down. Why are you? You don't need to Columbus, Columbus it down for me. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so yeah i'm i'm really interested to see how this lawsuit plays out and everyone else should be interested to see how it plays out too because this is the thing that right now has the best chance of getting trump out of office because it's a blatant violation of the constitution which is insane because he's probably raped a lot of women too but you know his business dealings but they're bad that's bad too it's all bad does the, your saying apply to rapism like rapism that's not a word can i call somebody who supports trump a rapist or like what don't support a rapist then that's probably taking it too far that's taking it a little too far see we have lines when you're like you guys have no boundaries no there's a boundary but also the the right calls everyone a fucking pedophile so i mean if you want to call trump supporters rapists go for it fuck these motherfuckers i'm waiting for the right to start like pulling out people's history like adam is it true when you were 11 you kissed the girl next door who was 12. You'd be like, yep. Fucking pedophile! This guy kisses 12-year-old girls. But I was 11 in that scenario. Pedophile! <laughs> Kiss, like, you know what I mean? Like that's- yeah. Yeah, it, it kills me that we're 
like we're still getting in this civility debate. Did you see the thing that happened on Hollywood Boulevard? Where the guy went up to Trump's star with a guitar case and then pulled out a pickaxe and then destroyed it. And then the last guy that destroyed Trump's star bailed that guy out. No, but that did happen also. Yep. But there was a protest at Trump's Hollywood star and this fucking YouTube vlogger showed up and was like, oh, we're going to try and rile up these protesters, y'all, for the likes. And they did rile up the protesters and one of the protesters beat the shit out of them. Did he put it on his vlog? Uh, yes. And it's like, that will be another thing where people on the right will be like, see, they're the Nazis. It's like, no, you're still the Nazis. You are still absolutely the Nazis on the right. It's just that the left knows you are supposed to fight Nazis and not become them. You definitely don't become them because... You take some issue with how the left is handling this very real threat to our nation. I'm sorry some people are getting a little worked up about it. It's probably because, especially in the case of this fight that happened on Hollywood Boulevard, the aggressor in that situation, meaning the uh, protester who kind of started the fight, he was a Hispanic dude or a Latino dude who is living in Los Angeles Conceivably, he knows a few people who are probably risking deportation right now. And to be on the right and compare him to what you're going through, which is, oh, you're mad at me because I support a Nazi president. Yes, everyone's mad at you. Everyone thinks you deserve to burn with the Nazis you support. Even if we talk sometimes me and you, Nazi, I still want you to suffer for the decision you made. I want history to put an asterisk next to your name that says, this motherfucker supported Nazis 70 years after we knew supporting Nazis was a bad fucking thing. I don't care who you are. I'll tell you that to your face. I'll tell you that on a podcast. If someone reaches out and says, did you hear what Adam said on this podcast? <laughs> Get at me. I'll fucking send you a clip and you can still come. We can still be friendly. Just know that I feel the same way about you that you probably feel about immigrants and shit. Like, I think you should be jettisoned from this fucking country. I think you are what's ruining this country. And I don't care what happens to you as a result of supporting something like this. Because I know you don't care what happens to the people who will suffer yeah, exactly. under this situation. So why the fuck do I care if you get kicked out of a restaurant, kicked out of a bar? I don't give a fuck about any of that. Fuck you. I hope it happens more, and I hope it happens often, and I hope it happens to a Trump supporter I know so they can come on the podcast and tell me how much it sucked. And I can be like, you shouldn't have supported Trump, motherfucker. That's all. And then I'll say 69. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I just let you go on that to build a tension. Oh, nailed it. That was man. a good, you should isolate those last two minutes and drop that in as a clip, as an advertisement for this podcast. <laughs> yeah, really? No, that's like, <laughs> that's the pinnacle of what this pod should be right there. Maybe I will, yeah. To a much lesser extent. Can't believe I'm saying this. Uh, Roseanne Barr made a good point on Fox News yesterday. What's that? I thought the bitch was white because that was one of her defenses. Well, she's still fucking nuts and said some awful things afterwards. But she did say there does seem to be no room for moderateness and moderateism. Well, maybe she should try being moderate sometime. Yes, I'm not. I'm not defending her. I'm just saying she said something that uh, I'm now using as talking about. What What's interesting, and even I feel this. What like this is. Especially about like when people get fired or get jobs back or whatever, like you have to, it seems like you have to be to one extreme or the other. There's no shades of gray. There's no like room for discourse. And like a great example of this is some, one of those fucking like wannabe famous, like I'm a young hot girl, but I'm a uh, super conservative and love trolling people. She had like a cup of like, she had one plastic straw in her mouth and the cup was full of other plastic straws. And just like, take that libtards or whatever. It's just like, you're only getting Wait, off. Wait, what? Uh, yeah. 
picture where she had one plastic straw in her mouth and, the, and a cup of plastic straws because, you know, we're supposed to go to paper straws now because they're less damaging to the environment. Oh. But, like, such a small example. But what is the message there? Like, you're just an asshole for having a hundred plastic straws. That hurts everybody. Or, like, people that purposefully, like, burn extra fuel or don't put the clean air filters in their truck or, or vehicle to be like, oh, I'm going to get those liberals by putting more emissions in the air. Like, you're hurting everybody. What yeah. are you getting off on? Yeah. I mean, I do have, I do take some I issue two with separate points there, plastic right? straw bands, but. Well, paper straws are the fucking worst, but maybe just don't drink things with straws unless you absolutely need to. The, m- most all, all drinks I drink with a straw do not require a straw. What about a chocolate shake, Chet? No. Yes. That's what French fries yes. are for, Adam. For dipping into the chocolate shake. Here we go. You thought what was what was said earlier was was with passion. Here we go, Adam. You dip the fry the saltiness and the sweetness. All oh right. man. Here's what I'm gonna say about that. No. What? No. That's disgusting. It's second only to pineapple on pizza. Oh my god. So <laughs> Pineapple on pizza is the worst. So, yeah, that's that's the emoluments clause. If you're a Trump supporter listening to this and you think he should still be able to make money and profit off foreign governments while he's a president. Uh, thank you for not supporting America and the Constitution. I thought you were a patriot. You <sighs> Nazi piece of shit. If you can't be a patriot, at least be a Patreon. At least be a Patreon and subscribe on Patreon, baby. Patreon.com slash unpops, $5 a month. You get so much. We do so much. We do 60 episodes a month now, but a lot of those are free. But also there are, I think, 17 or 18 a month that you can only get on Patreon. That is four to five bonus Patreon-only episodes a week, which is still more output than you get from most most of our competitors. I guess I'll say alternative options in this. Space. Yeah. Yeah. So consider signing up for that. You get a bonus episode of me and Chet every month talking about movies and music and television and things. It's good times. Subscribe. Yeah, anticipated podcast of the month. And also uh, last Saturday of this month at the Hollywood Hotel live episode of Pretty Scary with me and Carrie Martin, who has just recently blocked chat on Facebook. Not recently. It's been like a month now. Yeah, we talked about it. Oh, God. And uh, Caitlin Cut will be on it, too. And then we'll have... Who hasn't blocked me as a gem of a She hasn't being. blocked you on Twitter. No. I don't... I'm not playing these games. I can't... <laughs> no. Whatever. No. Not, Carrie. I'm not doing this. <laughs> I'm just not. I'm not. We're both in our 30s, adults. <laughs> hey, you can uh, listen to uh, the, another great part about Patreon is. Did you say another rape part? Another great part. Oh, OK. Go on. Another not rape part. Sure. Great part about Patreon is you can comment on all the episodes if you want to talk about the unpops. Yeah. Uh, or the co-host. And if you're cool, what? I'll reply. Yeah. Well, if you're a piece of shit, I won't reply. I'll reply regardless. But it's the official place to correspond with the the official only place to correspond with unpops hosts and fans nowhere else anywhere else if you're talking to unpops hosts and fans unless it's like soundcloud comments or something like that yeah, those are hard to keep up with yeah if you don't see the big dog here in the comments chopping it up with everyone <laughs> that's a bullshit place and you're being bamboozled <laughs> I hate it so much. It's probably run by some fucking Trump supporter who deserves to burn. Who's masking it as a service to us. I have done everything in my power not to engage in it, Adam. But it is really hard. It is, it is, I feel like it's trolling me, even though maybe that's probably not the case. And that like, hey, I created a place that we can comment on the episodes and talk with the coast. That already fucking exists. That's, yeah. It, it, you're talking about it literally on the place where that happens. Well, I mean, we have like the four Trump supporters who listen. They need their own place to Ugh. say racist shit about brouhaha oh, and God. whatnot. Fuck. It's fine. Go there and do it. Oh. Nerds. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> Discord Fucking server. Nerds. The fuck out of here with that <laughs> shit. Yeah. Oh, man. It's your fucking pocket protectors and your calculators and take them to your goddamn Discord server and complain about how me and Chet think you deserve to fall with the current administration 
because you do for voting for them. You know my favorite That's part? That's all. My favorite part about our Midwest tour was? Not going to Columbus. <laughs> oh, besides that, you know, I know my second favorite part of the Midwest tour was is that? every time one of us took a shit, we're like, guess who just left a big <laughs> runny BM in the other room? <laughs> funny on so many levels. Ah, uh, so funny. All right. Let's get the fuck out of here. Well, we're going to do two pods, but now we're only doing one pod because of my request. But I'm ahead of schedule, so I got no place to be. Oh, let's watch Dirty Work after this. Oh, well, I don't have that for much We're talking time. at the movies. Well, we'll do that Monday because I need a, I need a uh, brief escape from work. All right. Well, I need to escape some piss from my bladder. That's so, like BM's cousin. Yes. So we have to get the fuck UN. out of here. Say goodbye, chat. Urethra movement. Goodbye, everybody. We no, love you. No, what? Adam, you're...